This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Welcome. Welcome. That I'm was, Jada. I'm Amanda. This is Yep, I Did That. And this is the podcast where we talk about all of the fun do's and don'ts of health and wellness, um, trying out things so that you don't have to. Yeah. You'll usually see them on the internet or hear your crazy girlfriend talking about the next newest trend. Yes. Or natural cure for everything we've probably tried it so here we are talking about it and helping you out so you don't have to (laughs) exactly um so a little up if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode jonna talked about um they are adopting and so i just want to get an update on what's happening hey guys (laughs) i already said hey that last time too you're like Hey guys, <laughs> it's such an, it's like kind of uncomfortable to talk about, but I'm excited to talk to you all about it. So yes. I'm trying to push through the uncomfortableness. I love it. <laughs> that is the, Hey guys. I love it. Comment. Um, yes, we are adopting. We're super excited. We're going to be adopting a newborn baby in, from the United States. And we surpassed this last week, our halfway point for funding. Yay! So we are at, um, just under 22,000 that we fundraised so far, which is insane. Which and is amazing. Any of you who have given or have supported us, it's like, I can, there's not words to say how um, blessed we feel and how many happy tears we've had over the last couple weeks, which yeah. actually, this is also crazy. Today is the third week since we launched the adoption fundraiser. So today is week three and we've raised $22,000. That's just like, insane. I got chills a little bit. Like that's crazy. amazing. So, um, we did talk about it. We've had a listener give, it was just the sweetest. So if any of you guys, if it's on your heart, um, follow along, share our yes. story, give, Help us fundraise. Anything that you Send feel encouraging words. Yes. Anything you feel led to do, we will gladly accept it right now. It is a crazy process, but we're super excited. Yeah. And we are currently in the home study phase, which is really dependent on us how long that takes. Yeah. So um as soon as we finish everything, which if we're on top of it, can take anywhere from four to eight weeks, honestly, if we're like the agency we're working with is like really okay with us speeding things up. So, um, at that point it's like, we could have a baby anytime, which is so exciting. So that's that's just so crazy. I know it's super exciting. So I'm excited to share when we do get that baby too. Yeah. We're going to keep, keep the updates coming on that. Yes. Okay. So that's our update. Again, you can go to adoptedtogether.org backslash backslash the links in our bio regular slash harris baby i never yes. even know backslash <laughs> the link is in our bio on instagram so go to yep i did that podcast follow along and you can give or check out the story at least yeah more about jonna so yay and thank you again to the people who have given super blessed all right <laughs> There's my awkward <laughs> adoption update because like, clearly I still don't know how to talk clearly about that. But I love it. It's a, you did perfectly. Um, I'll make it less awkward. Uh, so there's nothing new going on in my life outside of just some new like uh, just been meeting with nutrition clients, teaching pure bar, 
Yay. Doing my life. Which is actually something cool for our listeners to know is if you guys do have anything where you want to dig deeper into nutrition, um, Amanda does do sessions with people. So you can go to Purely Parent. You can find that through Yep, I Did That podcast on Instagram. Um, you'll find the link and you can sign up with her for some sessions and start getting healthy through food and diet. Yeah, I mean the podcast is just the just the surface of what we can scratch on nutrition. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, other than that, that's the, all the things that are going on in my life. Ellis is doing good. Kyle's good. I'm going to talk a little bit about Kyle and this, and life is good. Yay! Yeah. So we're talking about a topic that I feel like all of us have either struggled with or we want more of us being moms. Or in college doing, like, cramming for tests or working a nonstop job or whatever. But we're talking about sleep. Yay. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> My cousin, um, he is a captain in the Army. <laughs> I had to think about that. No. What's above the captain? I am the worst person to ask these questions to. I'm pretty sure he's a captain. Something honorable. Yes. He's, um, and he listens to the podcast every week, which is like amazing to me. And I love him. So shout out to Zach. And thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And thank you for listening to this podcast. But he, uh, last night was texting me and he was like, Hey, uh, I'm listening to the last week's episode. So good. I almost didn't come back after the period. (laughs) (laughs) Which. And I was like, God bless you for listening to that episode. You're the best cousin oh, thank in you, the whole Zach. world. Um, and then I was like, we're going to be talking about sleep this week, so you're going to love it. And he was like, who gets sleep anymore? It's and true. And I was like, that's so true, because he just has has a baby, him and his wife. Aww. And he needs lots of sleep. And so we're going to hopefully help him and anyone else that's dealing with sleep issues or just how we can make sure that we're getting the best sleep. Yes. Yes. And so... Uh, of course, I looked up some science and some <laughs> data, and uh, 70 million Americans currently suffer from a sleep, any like sleep disorder, and 30% of that is insomnia, and that's like the mm-hmm. most common. Um, and that's just like whenever it's sporadic, like just a case of insomnia, like night. yeah, and then 10% of that is chronic. So that's like people who actually like suffer from ins- insomnia. Um, and so we all have had like issues sleeping. We have a very special, unique version of having children yeah. that wake us up so we don't have like continual sleep. Mm-hmm. Ellis usually does really good, but last night he woke up at like three and like was having a bad dream. Aww. And then he went back to sleep and then he woke up at 530 because he pooped <laughs> to change his diaper and then he went back to sleep. And so it's always just like intermittent sleep for us parents. Yes. And like so many other things can cause lack of sleep, anxiety, stress, yes, drinking before bed, all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Yes, which I'm sure we're going to talk lots about. Yeah. Yes. So what are some of the things that like, well, I mean, what are you, are you use your current like sleep? I would say I don't have great sleep, especially so last year I talked about This in the past, but just like struggling with miscarriage and fertility and depression throughout Mm -hmm. that and anxiety throughout that. Um, My sleep was terrible. I feel like I am just now starting to sleep a little better, 
but I do have things like I mentioned, I, I think I mentioned this, um, that around my period, I like will be up on it. Yes. That's what I was about to ask you about. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that has to do with hormonal shifts, but I have no real science behind that. Um, and like when I have a task to do the next day, I tend to like fixate on it and not fall asleep. Um, so yeah, that's like my, my current sleeping is restless and not great. That's what I would say. That's, that's what my sleep looks like. That's what your sleep looks like. Yeah. Say so my sleep um, currently looks like me sitting in bed with my notebook planning a class or working on something for nutrition and I fall asleep halfway writing and then Kyle comes in and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> or I have my phone because I'm one of those people that's like looking at my phone and then I fall asleep and the phone is still like sitting up and my thumb is on something like swiping <laughs> and then I fall asleep and Kyle's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so Kyle's pretty much always just saying, what are you doing? Yeah, He's like, what are you doing? Weirdo? <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Um, I definitely think that my sleep though has been pretty consistent. The only time that my sleep has been incredibly interrupted outside of like having a child was pregnancy. That's whenever my sleep was like the worst because yeah. it's the most uncomfortable feeling in the whole world because I'm a back sleeper. Yep. And you can't sleep on, I your, remember on your freaking when back. When I was pregnant with Dietrich, the last little bit of it, I would like just be whining so much to Aaron. Like, this is like a curse. Like, what the heck? You get pregnant and then you can't sleep and then you have a kid and you never sleep again. And it's just the worst. You just never sleep. Wrecked by life. Wrecked. <laughs> hashtag wrecked by life. Hashtag wrecked by life. <laughs> uh, I will say. Dietrich is four now, and for the most part, he sleeps through the night. It's my own emotional, yeah. mental health habits that now cause me not to sleep well through the evening. Isn't it so annoying, though, that we do that? Where, like, whenever I was talking to Zach, and I was like, most of the time, though, like, Ella sleeps through the night. Last night was, like, a super rare occasion, and it's me. Like, it's me causing myself not to be able to have, like, consistent sleep or... He goes to bed at seven mm-hmm. and I don't go to bed until midnight. Yep. And I'm like, what am I doing for those five hours? Like what? Catching up on Real Housewives. Exactly. I'm catching up on Real Housewives. I'm catching up on Riverdale. Yep. I'm catching up on Youth and Consequences. If you haven't watched that, watch it. Um, and then I'm doing so many other things. And then I just like sit on my freaking phone. Yep. Which is also disrupting our sleep. It is, which we're going to talk about. <laughs> Doing my thing. Hold on, guys. Not yet. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But later. <laughs> um, so I looked up just some things about, like, why... Because we always talk about, like, sleep being important. But, like, what mm-hmm. actually is happening whenever, like, your body is asleep. And so it's the time for our body to restore and heal, which we talk about all the time. But what the, like part where people um where it could become bad is that like in there's 
four stages of sleep and in the last phase that's whenever our body is actually trying to get rid of abnormal cells that our body makes like throughout the day and so if our body isn't able to get rid of those abnormal cells which abnormal cells people usually always are like cancer or whatever like we all make abnormal cells like throughout the day just by our processes like things happen and then that's what sleep is allowed for is or sleep is there for is to get rid of those cells. And so then whenever you sleep, all the like hormones that are present, they're doing their jobs to like keep you asleep and then also like antioxidants and then all those things getting rid of those cells and going away. But if your body is like off at all during like with the hormones, the like removal of the abnormal cells can't happen. So it's not giving your body the time to detox essentially where it's like getting rid of those bad cells um and then that's whenever like damage could be done down the line and so you're not allowing yourself to like whenever people say that it's the time to allow your body to heal and restore that's what they're talking about where it's like that last phase isn't able to happen because your body's not able to rest long enough or it's like the hormones are off they're like they can't actually like get rid of all those things so what point so that's like are you talking about like REM cycles basically then? Um, kind of, yeah. So how much time do we need to be sleeping to get so to that last that phase? that is a very interesting question. I think I'm smart. You're really smart. <laughs> You're really, really smart. So basically, um, the, like this, there's been so many studies looking at the amount of sleep people need and then looking at health in general and then also like eating Mm-hmm. habits and so or weight and things like that and so um a lot of the studies i looked at they found they were looking at like calories consumed mm-hmm. and so for short sleepers normal sleepers very short sleepers and then like long sleepers very short is less than five hours short sleepers are around like six um normal sleepers are seven to eight and then long sleepers are nine plus we fit in probably the short sleep like six hours yeah Around there. Um, And most of the studies all found that um, short sleepers consumed a lot of calories, but then like the next day and then normal sleepers consumed the most and then very short and then the long sleepers consumed the least in this one particular study. And then another study looked at it. Um, like a Harvard study looked at women for about two decades and that people that got less than five hours of sleep were 32% more likely to gain 30 plus pounds than the people who slept seven plus hours. Wow. Um, and so sleep has been thought to like, I, it could be because your body isn't being able to like reach that last phase of getting rid of the bad stuff that then you're like setting yourself up for bad things the next day but then another study looked at it that like um short sleep and long sleep medium sleep versus like food being consumed the next day and they actually found that it's not actually connected to the amount of time that you're sleeping but it's actually the like uh, your disordered eating kind of so it's like more about like emotional eating versus the amount of sleep setting you up for like eating more or less yeah um, and having like predisposition to like having health issues it's more if your body is responding to stress in an emotional 
way, which I thought was super interesting. Yeah. And so um, I don't know if that answered a question even in the slightest, but most of the yeah. studies that you look at, like trying to look at the amount of hours of sleep are majority looking at like weight or calories consumed. Right. So in other words, there's probably like a million more studies that would be really cool to do slash helpful. There's so sleep. many studies to be done on sleep. Um, and we like that's only touched like the very bottom surface of it. Um, but what leads to you being able to be in good sleep or good rest is all about like hormone balance mm -hmm. and the hormones that like are super important are cortisol and DHEA and then adrenaline and serotonin. And so the ratio of these hormones are vital for you to be able to relax and then also for you to be able to sleep whenever I'm drinking another LaCroix. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and then so to be able to like actually sleep. And so cortisol is our stress hormone. So whenever we're in stress or our body is in stress, like we release cortisol and that's mm. what like our body starts going into like defense mode and it's pro-inflammatory. It's just trying to get our body to like move. And then DHEA is a precursor of like the estrogen. Um, it helps like bring our body down. And so you want, whenever you go to sleep, a rise of cortisol and DHEA at the same time. And that's how, what helps you get into like those REM cycle of sleeps. Okay. Um, so if you have an increase in cortisol, and not a response, like a similar response in DHEA, that's whenever you have that feeling of like, I'm invincible. I can do anything. Like, have you ever had one of those like moments where you're just like, <laughs> I'm exhausted, but I feel like I'm invincible and I can do anything that I could possibly want? Well, I'm pretty defeated. <laughs> So probably not. You're always but I can pessimist. Womp, womp, yeah, I can imagine people feel that way <laughs> sometimes. That's usually whenever people are probably at their like dumbest doing things. Maybe I just need more DHEA. Yeah, maybe or no. You are probably no. Good I have on DHEA. enough. You have. I've enough. got good DHEA. You maybe need some more cortisol to like bump you up. <laughs> definitely don't need any more stress in my life. That's a for sure. Uh, no, now I'm getting like. Like when you're like completely sleep deprived, but you're still like fully functioning. Yeah. And where you're like, I feel like I could jump off this building and I'll probably be fine. Nope. <laughs> but I imagine people do do that. <laughs> they do. It's whenever they basically are just like past the point. And then the adrenaline to serotonin, um, you want to make sure that those are in balance too. So adrenaline obviously is like making you excited and then serotonin is bringing you back down. Yeah. Um, and you want to make sure there's balance because your body needs like an adrenaline spike whenever you're sleeping in order for your body to continue like functioning. Oh. Um, but your serotonin needs to be there to like keep you calm. And I read a super interesting thing about if there's an <laughs> imbalance in these, um, it's people who are moody me or burn hot or that would overreact. definitely be <laughs> we're talking about me yes so adrenaline comes from tyrosine which is an amino acid and then serotonin comes from tryptophan uh-huh which is another amino acid and so basically if but this is where i feel like it's not you so much but i felt kyle <laughs> yes very much this yeah where it's like uh it all comes from meat so tyrosine and tryptophan uh -huh. are meat and so people who eat a higher meat diet 
could be in this like all that imbalance. Yes, right. And I was like, FYI, you could- we always make parallels to me and Kyle. In yes. Life. Oh my gosh, they're the same person. <laughs> We're I just very similar. Into the mic with how excited we are. I was very about similar. That. We are very different sometimes. Like our meat intake. Yes. And some things, but we are also similar in our passion for life. That's why I love our being around you right for now. Life. That's why I decided to do a podcast with the like female version of my exactly. husband. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. We're helping you. Yes. By being passionate. Passionate people. Um, no, but basically it's saying that like you could serve better on a plant-based diet because your DA or your adrenaline and your serotonin are like oh. off because you're eating too much meat. And so that could be causing a rise in your tyrosine uh, tryptophan intake. And then it's just off. That's and so I tried to convince Kyle that he should eat a plant-based diet before I came here. Um, <laughs> just yeah. better balanced diet, plant-based, plant-based colorful, diet, colorful veggies would help. Well, at least help if you're hot-headed <laughs> or tend to overreact. Do you feel like I'm hot-headed? I feel like I, I don't think you're hot-headed. I don't either. And actually, after listening back to this podcast, I was telling Amanda, I in my like I have made myself this person that I thought I came off as. Then I listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I'm way more chill than I you're think I am. You're very subdued. So just so everybody knows, on the inside, I'm a hothead. <laughs> yes. You you express everything very calmly and like... That is so bizarre. Uh, that has been like one of the most shocking parts of this podcast, actually, yes. is how calm I sound <laughs> when I'm like, I literally, my hair is all falling out. I'm so freaked out by this idea or something like that. And then on the outside, I'm all... Hey guys. Hey guys. I'm just really like, this is an interesting topic. Yeah, I'm pretty much, I just am a hippie. I just live off grid and eat mice. <laughs> eat mice. That's very non hippie of you. I feel like you would say like Faro or like quinoa or amaranth. Depends on the hippie. I'm going to yeah. sneeze. I'm going to sneeze, everyone. <laughs> oh, it went away because I said it. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And so <sighs> basically, that leads us into the fact that like, there's many other hormones that affect our sleep, like mm. progesterone, which is probably something that is affecting you. Whenever so does like when your progesterone tanks, would that would progesterone help you sleep and no progesterone makes you not yes. sleep? Yes. So it's like a super fast or a super low progesterone can make you not be able to sleep. And then also a low testosterone can make you uh-huh. not sleep. Um, and then... Uh, estrogen is I'm also wondering, involved. Yeah, that, because, might, that could really be because my estrogen according to Western medicine, has always been fine. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if my progesterone just like tanks the day before, because and which would be normal. Yeah. Like your progesterone has to go down really low to start your yeah. cycle. That's like what triggers it. So something well, I mean, about that within my makeup makes me stay awake the night before I get my period. Totally. I was about to say, and some people like, it's not co- uncommon for like to have like menstrual sleep issues. And so I feel like mm. it has to be like your progesterone. Yeah. You know, or I mean, DHEA is a like line of like making estrogen. And uh-huh. so if like there's something off at all with like your DHEA, DHEA and cortisol. So like if yeah. your cortisol is like super high, if you're super stressed, that could be like it making the imbalance of your DHEA. So then like your estrogen, like progesterone, all that stuff down the line is being well, affected by that. Too. I think. As of right now, mine's fine, but I'm going back for more blood tests again, so we'll let you know. Yes. But when are we getting the update from Naturopath? When I go back for more blood tests. Okay, cool. So I actually will go back for blood tests, and then after I get those blood tests back, we'll get 
the final update. But um, who knows? I'm a mystery. There's a lot of things that like we're going to be talking about that you can at least like try, try to put to into implement. practice. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, foods obviously directly affect it because it is at the very bottom level of like amino acids and all the like building blocks of these hormones. Mm -hmm. It's all food. And it's also like minerals that need to be there for you to be able to have these hormones work efficiently. And so if you're deficient in any capacity or if you're eating really crappy foods, you're probably not getting these like vitamins and minerals that you might need for efficient sleep. Yeah. And so, and I think most of the stuff we're going to be talking about for like helping you sleep is all about like just ritual kind of things versus like other stuff, but there's definitely foods that. Yeah. And I think preparing for this podcast, a lot of the things that I thought of or brought that I've like tried in the past have never actually been just for sleep. Like yeah. I've tried things that help with sleep, but I was doing it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much everything I've ever done is for fertility reasons for the most part. So now I'm like, I just need to care more about sleep. So I need to be yeah. trying these things with the goal of sleep versus the goal of fertility stuff. Yes. I feel like that's that's a big like realization. I feel like a lot of people don't ever like thinking that way. I'm so self-aware. You're so self-aware. You're so present. I'm so present. You're so mindful of like your body and what you need and where you're at. Yeah. If you just open the dictionary and look up millennial, it's just my picture. It's just Jana. With like pageant hair. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) With your bangs curled under and up. Exactly. Jana Pudeliana. That was my nickname. (laughs) Millennial to the T. Um, But so what are some of the foods that you automatically think of that are bad for sleep? Sugar. Sugar. Um, Well, this isn't a food, but it could be alcohol. Alcohol for (laughs) sure. Disrupts sleep. Yeah. So like nightcaps are bad. Yes. But I only learned that this year. Yeah. Um, And then are you saying bad for sleep? Yeah. Um, I've heard, I don't know a ton about foods for sleep, but I've heard like eating a big meal before sleep can be bad. Mm -hmm. But then also I think it depends on the person maybe, but that might be my hippie talking. I don't know. That's all I've got. That's all I've got for you guys. Awesome. I think that those are all very true. So some of the foods that we'll talk about timing of meals and like meal stuff in it after this, but, um, but the foods that can affect our sleep are obviously caffeine. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. That's a dead one, though. Well, that's obvious. And you were thinking really intensely on other foods. I was. My eyes were probably, like, crossing. You are like, what's happening? Um, you were like, I didn't know I was in school, Amanda. I thought we were just talking about <laughs> podcast stuff. <laughs> don't um, ask me questions. Don't ask me questions. Uh, no, caffeine, alcohol, um, tea obviously for the caffeine and then any processed sugary foods so mm-hmm. caffeine includes coffee Dang, i did pretty good tea, and then uh dark chocolate yes i and did so know that. most people we always like get a snack or dessert or whatever and for us women who are health conscious and like still enjoy chocolate it's usually go to like dark chocolate and if caffeine is at all like sensitive to you that is the worst choice you could possibly do um and then there are, like, with caffeine specifically, like, if you're sensitive, my friend was asking me, she was like, so what, like, this is one thing I want to know is, 
coffee. Like I usually drink two cups a day, like, and I'm fine, but they're usually in the morning. And then the other day I had one like midday and like, I couldn't sleep Mm -hmm. that night and coffee, like a study was done a couple years ago where it's basically looking at like zero hours before you go to sleep, three hours and six hours. And if caffeine can still affect like your sleep and all the way up to six hours before you go to bed, like coffee can interfere with your yeah. sleep. And if you're more sensitive. I would definitely say that's true for yeah. me. Even oh, if for I have me it in too. the morning sometimes because I'm so careful about my caffeine intake with fertility oh, with, stuff. For again. you for sure right now. So when I like, take, when I drink a cup of coffee in the morning, it's like, well, I'm not going to bed till at least 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that's the saddest for me. I like, be, and it's because like coffee is such like a morning ritual for yeah. me where it's like, it's not even about like, I need that jolt of caffeine, even though like my brain now is like accustomed to it. I, um, like just love coffee. And so the fact that like it, like just jacks you so much it makes me sad for you i love it too but i had a cold brew at like 11 the other day like Mm a.m and it like i was just like jittery through and it did its job it was good coffee you'd be proud of me probably would it was intelligentsia so you like Uh, you you like that okay it's not the best but it's like it's good um and better than what you drink normally <laughs> better than my keurig coffee <laughs> yes anything's better than my keurig uh yeah but i was like jittery and like couldn't sleep until like twelve uh, thirty. so basically one cup a day or if you have two like in the in morning the morning, morning. Mm-hmm. and like once you're like at the six hour mark for sure like no caffeine just to help you be able to right. sleep um, and so if, which most people need to be going to bed before midnight, <laughs> which we'll talk about, about like how you can start setting up your like sleep, but, um, just try to think probably after like noon, you probably don't need more coffee and focus on like foods to give you energy. If you need that boost mm-hmm. versus like caffeine, yeah, like a Coke coffee, tea, whatever. Um, but then the foods that there are foods that are beneficial for helping sleep that we can introduce into our diets. Do you know any of those? No. For some reason, I want to say like a complex carb would be good. It is good. Yes. Why would you think it was good? Because it's using energy. So it's like any, I don't know, I may be making this up, but your body's like expending energy while you're sleeping. So it's giving you like longevity. You don't need more food while you're asleep. You, the last part was completely correct. The first part is a little off, (laughs) but your like your mentality about it is correct. So basically it takes longer to digest. And Mm -hmm. so it's slowing the sugar being released into your small intestine. And so it's allowing you to sleep longer. So your body's not like, Hey, I'm hungry. Right. And so it's just like providing that fiber, providing all that good stuff. So it's just like a slow release. And a complex carb example would be like sweet potatoes. Um, if you do wheat, whole wheat, sprouted wheat, um, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, legumes, lentils, like any of those. Okay. Um, those are like the complex carbs, anything that has like bran in it, anything that's white, not so much. Okay. Um, those are great. Um, omega threes, which I talk about all the time. Um, majority of this is because of inflammation. So if our body's in an inflammatory state, 
we're not going to be able to sleep as well because our body's like never allowing to rest. Mm -hmm. So it's never getting to the point of like that healing stage. Yeah. And majority of us um, eat a ton of omega-6s, which come from anything that's corn, fried oils, like majority of like the plant oils that we use outside of like olive oil or um, avocado oil is omega-6s. Okay. And so our ratio of omega-6 to omega-3s have become very high in favor of Mm omega-6s versus omega-3s. And so that means that whenever there's more omega-6s than omega-3s, we're in a pro-inflammatory state, and we want to be majority omega-3s with a little bit of omega-6s. And so we want to bump up, like, our fatty fishes. Um, We want to bump up, like, nuts, hemp seeds, that sort of thing, so that we're in an anti-inflammatory state so that we can sleep. So our body's not actually in, like, hey, let's fight all day, every day. Right. And we actually have that time to like heal and rest. Um, vitamin D, if you get 20 minutes of sun every day, or if you don't want to be out in the sun, supplementing, um, supplementing eh, is yeah, but or get no. like, um, I've like just had a continuing education about like vitamin D and calcium supplementation. And so part of me is like, eh, yeah, I'm good. Um, but if you need it, vitamin D3, um, but, Salmon, so wild salmon versus like farm raised, choose wild salmon, which I think we've talked about a ton before. I don't know if we have. I saw you post about it though. So wild salmon, there was a study done in 2007 that looked at wild versus farm raised and Mm -hmm. specifically about vitamin D because vitamin D like in fish is one of the only few like natural sources of vitamin D like instead of from the the sun. sun. Yeah. Because everything else is fortified. So milk is fortified with vitamin D. Right. It's added back in to like places so that we can be getting vitamin D. But fish is one of the places where it's like it's naturally there. And so they looked at farm versus wild. And the wild or the farm race had 25% of the wild. So like wild had an exorbitantly more amount of vitamin D Mm -hmm. than the farm raised. And so it's important to know that like where you buy your, like how your fish is being raised affects the vitamin and mineral content. And so you want to be choosing wild, like sockeye Alaskan salmon Mm -hmm. to be getting all that vitamin D versus a farm raised one. So, and that helps with your sleep and it helps with your sleep, vitamin D. It also helps with so many other things. Yes. So, oh my gosh. Like, yes. Through all of our journey, that's like the main thing doctors ask us like right away. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you taking vitamin D? So. Which I feel like is a, a newer thing where people are realizing like how important vitamin D is outside of like rickets or osteoporosis. I don't think people were thinking about vitamin D in such a big like capacity until right. recently. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's like all the kicks and also like our culture has changed so much. We're like, the sun is your worst enemy. Don't go in the sun at all, which we all know. Yeah. I love the sun. You do love the sun. Just let it soak all in all the time. Soak it all in. (laughs) Well, I mean, the same thing where like, I don't think the CDC is now saying that like sleep is like lack of sleep is an epidemic. Yeah. In the United States. And so it's, right. it's the whole culture is changing where it's like the CDC is finally realizing that like sleep is Go a big sleep. issue. You yeah. know, like like we're in a culture that people like push working 24-7 to like further your career and or like you're on your phone because we're in such a technologically advanced 
age that we just have so many other distractions. We have so many other like things to be like doing. And then we also feel the pressure of life. Yeah. That, like if you sleep or rest, you're lazy. Like why aren't you like doing things like you need to go be pushing your career. You need a side job. You need mm-hmm. all these things versus just being present of like knowing that your body needs to rest. Right. And it's finally getting to the point where it's like, Sleep is important and not enough of us are getting it. So, um, well, actually, do you have more foods before I move on? Yeah. I mean, we're, we can, we'll talk about them more in depth, but we've already talked about like tyrosine and tryptophan because they help those hormones and we'll talk about foods and then, uh, choline, uh, magnesium and then cherry juice. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, um. Speaking of like the technological yes. society we live in, I've actually had friends. This is not my yep, I did that, but I have had friends that yep, I did that. Got those orange glasses. That's hilarious. That they wore starting at a certain time so that like no blue light was going yeah. into their eyes, which makes a lot of sense to me. And yeah. that is something nice about iPhones is that they did start like incorporating that so you can put it on night mode and it changes to yes. the orange tint to the light instead of the blue. Um, but just the blue light in general is like upsetting our, um, like natural chemistry for like, um, so basically, I don't know, this is me just like off the cuff, but I'll tell you if you're wrong or right. Okay, perfect. Up until we had screens, um, like, or electricity really, like we had to go to bed when it got dark. Like that's what our bodies were created to do was to sleep when it's dark, which is why like me as much of a hater as I am, like daylight savings time happened because people slept when it was dark and worked when it's awake. And now that's not so much the case. It's just done by hours. It doesn't matter what it looks like outside. Well, that's because you're also from a state that doesn't acknowledge daylight savings time. (laughs) I was born in Arizona and we do a lot of things terribly in Arizona. Yes. But we do one thing great, and that yes. is not even not acknowledge daylight, daylight savings, savings time. Does not <laughs> happen. Um, so now, like a reason to wear the orange glasses would be just to help, like diffuse that light, because our brains are created to when it's dark, we go to sleep. Like there's something to that. Um, yeah. So screen time, which is something. For me, I don't know if any of you guys are like this, but like if I'm stressed or anxious about something, like as soon as I can't sleep, if I lay down and I'm like, if my, as soon as my mind starts like ticking through things that I'm stressed about or like sad about or any of that kind of stuff, I immediately grab my phone. I'm like, I need to think about anything other than what I'm thinking in my brain right now. You need to decompress and I need to just look at Instagram and look at like pretty pictures. Exactly. Or like I grab a Kindle and I'm like going to read all night. Like that is my like, I'm disassociating myself from this situation now and we'll just see what happens, which actually is the worst possible thing you can do. Yeah, because I was say most professionals would say that that is the worst option. Yeah. Well, there's so many reasons why, which I'm yes. sure all of you are like, whoa, that chick needs help. But <laughs> no, I think that's more people are being like, that's exactly what I do. Too. Exactly. But normal. like, instead of just dealing with our emotional yeah. turmoil or stress, we're just like disassociating ourselves yes. from it and choosing to pour ourselves into other stuff, which, 
I, there's tons of studies about the effects of social social media on sleep too. Oh yeah, I can't. Um, I didn't even like want to venture into all of that. How much it's destroying us. Yeah, but just like the stress that is social media, which there are some good things that come from it, but there's so many bad things too. And like our gut is like, well, I don't want to deal with my problems. So let's look at everybody else's problems. And then like as human beings, then we're just taking on everybody else's problems too. Like, or having to sift through that or think through that. So just grabbing the phone at night, um, is terrible, but also just having that light anywhere near us, which is coming from our TVs. Yes. Uh, we're not using candles in our homes, I'm guessing. So like all of our lights just in our homes. Um, and even like there are people that will like black out um, like their fire um, fire alarm lights. Like oh, the all red. the little lights, any light in your room can technically disrupt your sleep. So the, like, yes, for sure. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I didn't want to disrupt. Like, no, that you. was my whole comment about that. So, I mean, if you want to, yep, I did that. I have not gotten crazy about it. I have living in LA is really interesting too because there is no darkness anywhere. No, like you go out of your house. Um, I remember the first year we moved here, so we had been living here probably like three months, and some of our really good friends were staying with us, and it was like so is July, I think. And, um, there, the air conditioning all went out, which was awful. Middle of July, Los Angeles, we're all used to central AC. So they, yeah, it was just a hot mess. Wall units. Well, we had walked outside. There had been actually our whole entire apartment lit up green, which was insane. Um, and we walked outside and apparently like a transformer somewhere had blown Mm -hmm. and it lit the whole entire area of our where we live up green, which is so weird. It's probably aliens. <laughs> um, but we walked outside and Jonah's new podcast, conspiracies and conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories, conspiracy theories on aliens. <laughs> Don't get me started. I can talk. But, um, the, uh, the whole area where we were was completely dark and Burbank was like fully lit. So I live like on the border. I live in an area called Toluca Lake, which is right next to Burbank. Um, and it was actually crazy. And I've seen pictures of LA when like full state or city blackouts have happened and you can like see the Milky way. You can Google those. They're insane, but just I mean, how much so light is coming lo- yeah. out of this city. And probably any of you listeners that live in cities, you're just like constantly have light around you. So like blackout curtains are really good for sleep and, if you want to get crazy, like really block out any lights, like don't have your alarm clock blaring, um, like that green light at you. Uh, don't do not look at your phone after like 9 PM. Don't watch TV, read a book. Like those are things that you can be doing. To, yeah. Yeah. But that's a lot. I haven't yet. I did it. That did it. That did that. <laughs> we can talk. I promise. <laughs> We're professionals. It's fine. I'm a I'm a professional speaker. <laughs> um, no, I haven't done any of those, but I definitely looked up why it's beneficial harmful or beneficial. Yeah. Um, so the blue light, um, it activates your uh, pineal gland, which is at the base of like your. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't I not pineal. deal with pineal. It's P I N E A L. Pineal, pineal, pineal <laughs> gland. 
Um, and that's what like releases the melatonin. Oh. And so the blue light makes it go crazy. So it's basically like activating it and it like makes it to where the melatonin isn't being released. Um, but green light and blue or yellow light and orange light are a little bit less of like uh-huh. help, like doing that. And so um, I read an article by this doctor who's like an integrative health doctor. And he said that like a Buddhist like monk dude, they like, <laughs> I know I'm really good at explaining things. Um, a Buddhist monk guy uh, told him about like a green light. Like that's what they say like helps like make that not happen and tells your like gland that it's okay and everything's cool. Um, and they now recommend that their clients look into a like fluorescent green like light box 30 minutes a day and it huh. helps tell that gland that everything's good. And so whenever you go to sleep, it's fine. Like that is so crazy. What yeah. do we do like before technology? Right. Like we just slept. They stared at pastures. Yeah. Green pastures. Green pastures. While their sheep frolic. Exactly. And so the the yellow and like orange of the iPhone, wherever it's like in sleep mode, which is good. So it's like right uh, in the same vein as like the green. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the light, it's what it's doing is activating that gland. Okay. And telling it like, it's more. We're not good. Yeah. We're not good. We need to like go, 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 go. And we want to be telling that gland, like, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Calm down. Go we're good. Sleep. We're calm. We're good. Um, and, uh, yeah, the dark room and a sleep mask. I tried a sleep mask once in my life. <laughs> and it was whenever I was 15 years old because my sister bought it for me. And yeah. I thought that it would be, like, the coolest thing so ever. So fancy. So fancy. And I hated every second of it. And for some reason... I don't know why, but I remember like I didn't take off my mascara or something (laughs) whenever I slept or I wanted to take a nap. I don't know. But all I remember is like I had that sleep mask and then on the inside it was just like black mascara. Oh, good. I think I had one that was like silk and pink and it said princess on it. Of course you did. Because I went through the princess phase where like everybody was something. So my oh, best yeah. friend growing up was everything of hers was angel and blue and everything of mine was princess and pink. It was awful. That's I don't think that me and my friends did that. We did like, are you Mary Kate or Ashley or which spice girl are you? We did that. But, but I, I feel like I also the that. angel princess thing was big when I was like 10 probably. Uh-huh. So you would have been 14. You're probably yeah. way cooler than me at that point. Obviously, <laughs> I was really into NSYNC. I was an into you. Um, I was a cheerleader. I had like so much we going on in my life. We couldn't be cheerleaders yet, and I yeah. never became a cheerleader. Yeah. But also, if you ever see me working out in any sort of context, Which, you can see why. one day, you're you going to see it. See it. Um, yes. Yeah, so blacking out your room. Blacking out the room helps. Um, I am definitely not one of the people that removes a television from my room. I need it to go to sleep ever since I was little. Like my mom used to put Aladdin on for me. And as soon as that like intro song would come on, you just fall I asleep. would fall asleep. And it's sadly the same thing with Ellis, but it's the friends theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever friends comes on, he knows it's time to go to sleep. That's so cute though. Um, 
Yeah, and so I I need oh, it like baby. sing. Well, don't sing it. We can't pay for that. <laughs> um, I don't even know what those rules are. I don't either. Nobody, whatever. nobody knows. <laughs> um, probably the people that know are married. To actually, us. Uh, Kyle posted a video of Ellis and had a song from like. Oh, shoot. I can't remember who it was, was a rapper. It was a rapper, but it got flagged on Instagram and like taken down. I think I can keep, I think if it's a, under a certain amount of time. No. So it wasn't because of the, like the dudes who wrote the song is because it was featured on a family guy episode. And so they thought that it was the family guy episode oh, that he what? had posted. And so it was, they thought it was like the actual family guy, like content of the like scene that that song was in versus like the just the song being played on an instagram and so he fought it and was like uh no and it's posted online now so we can fight things i'll be there for (laughs) you okay and now else is asleep um yeah and so uh i need the tv on but i can't have it on all night like if it's on all night i like can't sleep because of the Weird. light. But yeah. I need the sound to like fall asleep too. Weird. I'm sure I think that's a bad sleep habit. Probably. It's like disordered oh, sleeping. It for sure is. <laughs> disordered eating, disordered sleeping. Um, because I used to listen to Adventures and Odyssey tapes. I loved those. Whenever I was a kid. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's just the auditory thing. Like if I put headphones in, I would probably be fine just like listening to something. Uh-huh. But I like it's just the sound it's not the so light I wonder anything. if this would work for you because this is something I've tried for sleep um like the sleep meditation breathing exercises that's something I was gonna talk about yeah I have tried that I've done it too um where you like have s- guided which I found on YouTube honestly mm-hmm. where or I think now you could probably find it on like iTunes um but somebody guides you through like deep sleep exercises basically yes which i want to go back and retry now that i'm in a season of life that's just a lot less like anxiety depression ridden yeah uh i did i did feel like it was helpful maybe i don't know it could all be subconscious but no i think i did feel like it was helpful to try it and like focus on it if Mm -hmm. that makes sense so it's one of those things where it's like you're clearing your mind you're listening to prompts and you're focusing on one specific thing so your brain isn't like four million places like all of these things in my life are hard or like tomorrow i have to do this this this, and this or i forgot to do this oh no Mm -hmm. like you're you are like centered and focused on something so I did find that helpful and would recommend trying it. What were you, have you tried it before? So I tried Kundalini yoga, which mm-hmm. is basically like the speaking through of like, relax your head and like whatever, um, while I was pregnant. And letting your body feel heavy. Yes. And so like going through you're every, yeah, every part of you, but it was specifically for pregnancy. Oh, so it nice. was like, whatever. Um, the issue I had with it was that... Kyle is codependent on me mm-hmm. and he can't handle not being with me whenever. So like he is a musician, he tours a lot or if like he's been like gone away from me, he's like a leech on me. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know if like you and Aaron have experienced this since you guys did music together. Yeah. But whenever he was in a band, like I don't know if he was like this, but whenever he comes home from anything, like he has to be with me all the time. And I so, think Aaron would be like that if I wasn't the meanest human ever. <laughs> I'm like, you're so hot. Stop touching me. Well, I am mean too. 
But it was like I was trying to do it. And I was like, hey, I just like I'm going to go back to the bedroom. I need to do this just to relax. I haven't been able to sleep. And it was like kind of mid early pregnancy. And so he was gone a lot. And uh, he like couldn't. He couldn't leave me alone. Mm. So I don't know if it would actually be helpful or not because Kyle didn't give me the space to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I recommend trying it. And honestly, I don't have like this stellar recommendation of this person that does this great one, but you can YouTube it and it's great. Um, also, um, magnesium. Yeah. So before we talk about like specific, those sort of things, I do want to talk about just like food in general about like meals and stuff. So timing of meals is really important like before you go to sleep like I don't know if you have experienced this but it's like majority like the recommendation is that you want to eat two hours before you go to sleep which I think you touched on it like at the very beginning of us talking was basically like you don't want to eat a heavy meal before you go to sleep and you want to be eating things that are like easily digestible so that you don't have any like GI distress whenever you go to sleep and so Two hours before is, like, the recommendation, so that gives your body enough time to, like, start digesting stuff. Mm -hmm. But some of the issues people run into, which I don't know if you've run into, which, like, sometimes you have dinner, and then whenever you're about to go to sleep, like, you're having hunger pains. Yeah. Because you're just, like, so hungry. You're, like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You should definitely, like, eat to, like, like, get rid of those pains, but you should then reevaluate what you had for dinner. To make sure that it was something that could sustain you. Jonna's always just laughing at me. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm really <coughs> funny and really awesome. Uh, at <coughs> drinking LaCroix and burping. Um, and so you want to look back at the meal you had before. Because the majority of the time it's not completely like balanced or full. Right. So it's not keeping you full throughout. Or just adding eating. complex carbs. Adding complex carbs. And making sure you also have fat, protein, and greens. Nice. So the complex carb is your fiber to keep you full. Fat will keep you full. Protein, keep you full. And then the greens is like providing all those like anti-inflammatory foods so that your body's not in distress while you're sleeping. Um, And if you eat a snack, just make sure it's not like super highly processed, like high fat, high sugar food if you have a snack. What about like popcorn like organic popcorn with grass-fed butter on it and nutritional nutritional yeast yeast. that's fine which is my favorite nighttime snack it's good it's just all about like if going back to like the mindfulness part where it's like if you're eating because you're actually physically hungry or if you just feel like you need some things but if you're like you're having physical hunger pains you should have something and then like the fat i I ever actually feel like i actually need to i just really always love it you should start listening to your body Whatever. And seeing if you actually like feel. <laughs> Don't take away the few not. joys that are in my life, Amanda. <laughs> I'm a kill joy. I'm here to like take it all away. Well, if you do eat popcorn at night, put nutritional yeast on it yeah. and salt. It's delicious. Yeah. Okay. And grass fed butter is fine. Um, but it's all about like making sure that your dinner is actually going to sustain you. Right. And providing all those things. So making sure that the, you also are eating vitamin D, you're eating omega 3. So like have a fatty fish or um, have nuts. Uh, all those good things. Not nuts, but nuts from a tree. Yeah. 
I was raising my eyebrows at her <laughs> awkwardly when she said nuts. Because I'm a 12-year-old yes. boy. <laughs> 12-year-old boy. Uh, and there's a couple supplements that Jonna has, like, or things that you've done. And then yes. I just wanted to go through, like, just some sleeping hacks after cool. you talk about that and okay. then talk about some supplements. So one thing I wanted to touch on and just preparing for this podcast, I was like, why did I stop that? And honestly, it's just laziness. But magnesium and magnesium oil... Um, I was doing it again for fertility, uh, but it has tons of benefits and there's ways to take it. So I actually was doing it two ways. So I was making my own magnesium oil out of ancient minerals, magnesium flakes. So that's just like a company that I trust. So you can look them up, ancient minerals. And, um, I would put it on topically and, because I didn't go to school for this, I don't know if this is true or not, but just a lot of people can have trouble absorbing magnesium or magnesium supplements internally. So externally, supposedly, is supposed to be a way that people can absorb it just easier transdermally. It's all about like what kind of magnesium right. the supplement is. So there's definitely magnesium that is not as absorbable and other forms that are more highly absorbable in the supplement form. So... I, you can do, use the flakes in a bath if you mm-hmm. want to take like a concentrated bath, but I just made in a, like an amber glass spray bottle, magnesium oil myself. You can also, if you don't want to go through the hassle of that, just order magnesium oil from them that they've already made. Um, but I used just distilled water in the flakes and would just spray it on after the shower and you're ready to go. And it will, it can sting. So you just need to decide if you want to like use a carrier oil within that. So maybe like coconut oil and um, your magnesium oil that you create, but that can help just calm you, which you've probably heard like an Epsom salt bath. I would say that's one of the things that like most people say is like just take an ex- Epsom salt bath right. with which baking is soda and essential oils. A magnesium salt or mm-hmm. magnesium bath basically, yeah. which is like go swim in the ocean for all of you that live oceanfront and can just dive in. Probably on the East Coast because the West Coast is freezing. I think the East Coast, uh, outside of Florida, like Atlantic and New York is probably cold too, right? I don't know. I mean, lots of people died in the Titanic, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you guys didn't Just know. Just in case you guys didn't know history. <laughs> A ship called Titanic sank and people died. Yeah, in the Atlantic in Ocean. In the Atlantic Ocean. And there's Hopefully. icebergs. Um, so... <laughs> I would recommend it. Try it. I did enjoy it. I, again, was doing it for fertility. So the season of life I was in was not one where I was focused on sleep, but after just re-looking at it for this podcast, I'm going to definitely restart that. It's super easy to do. Just spritz it on. Um, And then I actually did use a nighttime magnesium internal supplement. Mm -hmm. Which was, it's Nature Calm is what it's called. What form was it? Do you know? It's a powder that I put in drinks. Okay. But is that what you were asking me? No, like the... The type of magnesium yeah. it is? Yeah. Um, let me look it up. I know it's organic ingredients, and I would recommend it in general just to help like your magnesium. Again, this is all stuff that I'm recommending because I've looked at it and tried it on the internet, not because I am a medical student or FDA approved <laughs> in any way. Um, I'll say while you're looking it up, I can say that mag- magnesium has become one of the highest vitamins that's like become a deficiency that like mm-hmm. in the last 50 years, it's been like 50% drop 
in how much magnesium people are getting. Um, Probably in conjunction of a lot of things, uh, the soil of the foods that are like being grown in and then also how many people are on like certain medications that increase the like magnesium being excreted, Mm -hmm. Um, like anything like a hypertensive cholesterol, like blood or calcium plump, calcium channel blocker, proton pump inhibitor. Whoa, (laughs) Whoa, that was a lot of big words. Good job. Um, those things can all like increase your calcium, like, or not calcium, your magnesium excretion. And right. so it's contributing to our magnesium deficiency. Right. And then our foods, like you're, even if you're eating like your best whole food diet, it is still hard to get your magnesium intake where because you want it to soil be is depleted. because your soil is so mm-hmm. overtilled that the magnesium is just sucked out of yeah. it. Um, this is the nature calm supplement I was talking about is, Ionic magnesium citrate created from a highly absorbable pri- proprietary blend of citric acid and magnesium carbonate. C- a magnesium citrate is one of the absorbable forms. Okay. So you're good. Cool. So I recommend it. It's touted like that. what it says is anti-stress calming. Um, I did like it and I did use yeah. the whole thing of it. So yeah. I think I... Reading this, I was like, oh, another thing to add to all the yes. stuff I put in my body. All the stuff. But I I recommend it. And honestly, and like another little thing is supposedly, which I have not done it because I have not gotten far enough slash gotten sick enough again. Um, magnesium supposedly helps morning sickness too. Interesting. Which is shocking. And I was very sick with Dietrich till almost my third trimester. So... That's something that I was like, if I get pregnant again, I'll definitely try this and yeah. see. I'm a very big proponent of magnesium. Um, most of my clients, I recommend them taking a magnesium supplement just because we could all benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Um, because even blood work, most of the time, if like how we look at it on a CBC, it should could say it's normal, but in actuality, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, just about like how it's being utilized. And so... Um, that's one of the things that I would definitely recommend taking. And then another supplement, and this is like an adaptogen that I have been incredibly interested in, and it's called ashwagandha. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard about it? I have heard about it from you. From me. <laughs> so I've looked into it more um, because some of my friends have thyroid issues, and then it's also supposed to help with mood disorders and things like that. And so I've wanted Kyle and I to like take it. Um but it's supposed to help balance your hormones, and then it's also been shown to help with sleep. So it's an adaptogenic herb, mm. um, and the active ingredient has shown to um, decrease your cortisol. And so if your balance is off, if you're really stressed, it's going to help decrease your cortisol to like balance out that ratio to help you sleep. And then also um, increases your non-rapid eye movement. So you're like in REM sleep. Right. Um, and so that's the active ingredient. So I would say if you're wanting to like add something in and you don't want to go to like the tryptophan route, I would try the ashwagandha just because it has like so many other health yeah. benefits um, along with like the magnesium and then right. eating a plant-based, lots of fruits and vegetables to help decrease inflammation and then getting in on that so um and then another food that i mentioned that i want to talk about is um tart cherry juice 
Um, and so that has been shown to um, increase your melatonin, mm-hmm. but also um, studies looked at it that it's not actually the increase in the melatonin. They think it might actually be the anti-inflammatory oh. aspects of the tart cherry juice mm-hmm. that's helping sleep um, and a specific like type of cherry juice is the Monta. Hold on. I have to look at my page. Um, Montmorency variety hmm. has like the most good th- like micrograms of the like proanthocyanidins or whatever's right. in it. I can't remember. That's totally wrong. Um, but whatever the phytochemical and then like the actual increase of melatonin. And that's something that I tried with Dietrich. Um, and then you might see if you are like a sleep deprived parent just looking for help floating around the internet is tart cherry juice is one of the main things that is out there. So. Which I had no idea about until I was researching for this. See, that's why you have me. Yeah. The weird dark internet person that's just I know. seeking out all of the forums. Um, Which is things I feel like I should know, though, but I, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, we tried it. Uh, it was it's juice, so yeah. he was like, "Sure, mom." And it's whole juice because you're getting like the actual one hundred percent concentrate tart juice. And um, then also chamomile. Yeah, chamomile and me do not mix. Really, that's so interesting. No, because I got sick one time. Uh, I had strep throat, and I didn't know I had strep throat. And I drank chamomile tea, and it got worse. Uh, and so, so it's like a ever thing. since, yeah, it's like I just don't like chamomile tea. So I've even like. When Dietrich was a, um, a little older, so after he was able to have honey, I would put chamomile and a tiny, tiny bit of honey in a sippy cup for him to help that's, him sleep. That's so very Dietrich because I remember like one of my first memories of like, not my first memories, yeah. but one of a special memory is like us getting to go to, like get coffee and Dietrich had to have his own coffee. Oh, yeah. And it, he always had to have like steamed milk. And so it's very appropriate <laughs> that like he also had his tea with his honey. Oh, and, yeah. Like, ah, ah, He's ah. super pretentious. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I will drink a cup of like peppermint tea after dinner I'm all about or peppermint chamomile. Tea. Yeah. So those are things to try. Just like soothing things. Yes. That's where I feel like we can go into like these sleep hacks that people mm-hmm. um, recommend that if you want to get a on a really good like sleep regimen, this is what you should be doing is that you should get on a schedule going to sleep at the same time every night. Um, majority of us, I know I don't, I try to go to sleep around the same time. But like if you go to sleep at the same time every night, you usually will be getting like consistent amount of sleep and clearly there's a reason to there's so many reasons to but like yeah the weight loss yeah and like or weight gain reason no yeah in itself for sure. could be enough like we if we care enough about the food we're putting in we should be caring about the sleep we're getting as yes. well yes and even if it's like not i mean it's so many different studies show different things but like ultimately it's like if your body doesn't have enough time to rest and you're not providing it like exactly what it needs, it's going to be in an inflammatory state and it's going to be causing issues. So get the sleep, provide the food, what you need, and then you're set up for at least like as much success that we can control. Right. You know? Um, And then doing uh, relaxation stuff that we've talked about, like an Epsom salt bath with baking soda and essential oils, um, breathing, meditation. One doctor I read about, like, he meditates or breathes in the bath. So it's like a 20-minute <laughs> bath, and then it's just, like, meditating and breathing. 
Um, and then uh, one thing Jonna did not know about me is that part of my nighttime ritual, which is something that has been shown to help, is stretching slash, slash yoga. <laughs> and I admitted this whenever we went to a filming of a show the other night that like my bedtime ritual pre-pregnancy was that I did a backbend every night because it made me feel good. <laughs> which immediately my mind goes, exorcist, backbend down the stairs. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. The terrifying scene. I've never even seen that movie. I saw a clip of that and it scared me so bad when and I was And you just like couldn't watch it? No. Nope. Oh, the the original Exorcist, you're I watched it and you could totally watch it. No, demon stuff scares the crap out of me. It's fine. Just tell it watch tell your own risk. Amanda effing backbends it right before bed and goes crazy. And I got very sad that like my nighttime ritual of that stretching stopped whenever I was pregnant and then my back has just been like messed up and I can't do it since. But um, that like is actually helpful. So I'm not super cray, but like stretching or doing yoga, um, doing the Kundalini or the breathing to like help you relax. Um, And then this is something that I loved a lot where it's like your bed is only for sleep and sex. That is it. Ah. Where it's like reading, don't read in bed, don't watch TV in bed. Um, Kyle, just to, like, train your mind. Yeah, and like just because that is like for relaxation and to sleep, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And Kyle was like, "Well, you need to stop planning your classes in bed." And I was like, "I know, <laughs> but I'm not going to you can't stop." Um, and so it's interesting because most of us are like, "Oh, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm reading a book." Right. But even that is not actually something that's beneficial. You should read out in the living room, get tired, go to bed. And, like, do your nighttime ritual of, like, a bath or read in the bath and then, like, go to bed um, and leave everything outside. You should also create an aesthetic environment for your room. And I feel like your room and my room are very similar where <laughs> it's slightly chaotic. It's highly chaotic. <laughs> everything that's not supposed to be anywhere else is just in my room. That's exactly where, like, things come to die in mine exactly. and Kyle's room. That's what I was like with the adoption coming. I was oh, like, God. it's time yeah. to make the room look nice because <laughs> yes. that's where the baby's going to be. And there's yes. going to be social workers in yes. our house. So now I have a reason. You have a reason. That's the best thing is like to have an actual reason yep. and something to like, light a to fire under your booty to like yep. go. Where you're like, I'm going to actually organize and I'm going to like declutter exactly. my whole life. Um, but I laughed out loud whenever <laughs> I read that and wrote it down where I was like, uh, I'm currently looking at my room and I have ca- like Ellis's old Moses basket next to our bed that I have filled with laundry in my breast <laughs> pump that I don't use. And then Kyle's corner is filled with his clothes because he never puts them up and su- oh, suitcases. <laughs> There's so we leave, we legitimately never put our suitcases away because it's like, well, oh. by the time four months later that we get ready to put them down in the garage, it's time to go on another trip. So that's the most annoying thing I've ever endured. Like, and I'm part of this group called Road Widows, which is like another incredibly long topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's basically like women who are married to musicians. And it is a common theme that like all musicians just leave their suitcases un- like, and don't unpack. Yeah. And Kyle, there's literally five suitcases in our bedroom. That sounds that like our I bedroom. have unpacked. And then I refuse to put them anywhere because I'm like, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> the the issue is, is that Aaron and I are both like creative You're both creative crazies. So our entire life is that. Every area of our life, not oh. just suitcases, but like weird crap like that. And neither of us are motivated. 
Well, hopefully this will motivate us all to like create in a beautifully aesthetic environment for us to sleep well in. I have also heard that if you're creative, like a musician, you're actually work better in chaos. Uh, I mean, I feel like I haven't heard that, but I do. Well, I'm going to live with that. I, I mean, I have zero, zero idea. <laughs> Zero idea. Well, we've created things in chaos. So yes. who knows? But we've also never tried to not create things in chaos. So yes. <laughs> after this home study and adoption <laughs> stuff, if we have to create anything in our bedroom besides sex. Yes, besides sex. Or potentially another baby. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. I crossed my fingers. <laughs> uh no, Kyle actually needs his studio usually like pristine, but his life is crazy. Is crazy. And it's annoying to me. So making our um, rooms look pretty make your room is worth look it. Pretty. So you can justify that spending. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. Um, and then it's just so that like you're not stressed going to sleep. And then also making sure that like you're not thinking about the things that Jana was talking about that we all do where it's like running through all the stresses in your life before you go to sleep. So hopefully those relaxation things prior to going to bed will like help take those away so that whenever you go to sleep, it's just fine. You're also not supposed to have a TV on. I'm probably going to keep my TV because I love it too much. <laughs> um, but I will like, I am going to try to actively not be on my phone. Yes. Getting into bed. Um, some people are like crazy and they're like, turn your Wi-Fi off, be ungrounded, like be grounded, like have no, yep. like anything. And I'm like, I, I can't do that. But mm. because we don't pay for cable and I need my TV <laughs> on and I need my Wi-Fi. But I am about I'm going to turn my phone on silent and I'm going to turn it upside down. Perfect. Look Tonight. Um, and then one and of the things. And keep it away from your head so that you're not getting radiated into your brain. That too. That too. <laughs> I still don't know all the science behind that. But I actually was thinking about that the other day with Ellis. I was like, I think this generation is actually going to be a lot healthier in that sense because no one texts or or no one calls anymore. They only text or exactly. Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. So we're not putting you. our phones yeah, on our no, head. Like, even Ellis already knows that like he has this play phone on one of his toys and he hands it to me and he just wants to look at it. And I'm always like, <laughs> hey, and I put it to my head and I try to put it to his and he's like, no. And he just like wants to look at it. Yeah. So it's already starting. Um, but maybe that'll be helpful and beneficial. Who knows? Um, one of the things that I thought was hilarious that they encouraged is like something to be good is like warm your middle. Oh, so like would warm tea make sense? Or- no, this is more like putting a heating pad. Huh. So like whenever you're on your period and like I was trying to think back because like I always put a heating pad on my stomach for like cramps. Yeah. And I actually think I sleep best whenever there's a heating pad like on my stomach um, or I'm laying on it. And so I was like, maybe there's something to it, like heating your middle. It helps like get those hormones like, like going. A, um, like a bean bag or like a rice. Yeah. Would probably be great. Yeah. Um, and then getting those 20 minutes of sun exposure that helps like get you those hormones You can do it. Going. I believe in you all. The sun is our friend. It also just makes you happy, de-stressed whenever you're out in the sun. Yeah. And also exercise exercise at least 30 minutes of exercise a day yeah just not before you go to bed yep outside of stretching and yoga or doing back bends if you're me (laughs) all right we're gonna part two this episode because there's so much that has to do with sleep and i know there's a lot of people taking sleeping medication or different supplements for sleeping that we could definitely hit on that 
we cannot do justice to in our time frame. Yeah. So come back again for part two of our sleeping episode. I'm trying to think yeah. of something catchy about sleep, like catch your Z's. Catch your Z's. <laughs> Zing our way to health. Zing I don't know. our way to health. Oh, I like that one. Zing our way to health. Um, and we're going to go hang out with our rosebuds for the first time in forever. So we're going to get out of here. And we do have friends besides each other. We do. <laughs> they exist and outside of Savannah. I was about to say that. <laughs> we have friends besides each other in Savannah. <laughs> so I hope you have a great Thursday night. Yeah. And we love you guys. Love you. Follow us on Instagram. And if your heart feels led, Leave a comment on iTunes. Yes, give us a review. And again, you can buy us a drink on our Patreon. Yes. So okay. find us. Yep, I did that podcast. Sleep well tonight, guys. Dream. Bye. Bye. Bye.